Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. We're now code DNVR at sign up is going to get you all kinds of special offers for a measly $5 bet. You're going to get all kinds of bonuses that are going to allow you to win instantly and bet even more than that. Again, that's when you use code DNVR on DraftKings Sportsbook. I'm your host, Patrick Lyons. And joining me today is our head of video production, Ryan Green, RG. What's up, everybody? How are you doing today? Oh, man, it's Easter Sunday. It's nice out. Uh, could have been a little better with the Rockies, but uh, all in all, pretty pretty happy to be here right now. Could have been. You got your Easter purples on. I appreciate uh, that. Yes, yes. Coincidentally, they also happen to say Rockies <laughs> and stuff on it, Blake Street Bombers. Bingo. Nice Company shirt. man, but it fits in on the day. That's it. That's perfect. Yeah, Rockies lose on Sunday. 6-3 to the Cubs. Couldn't really figure out left-hander Drew Smiley. Two hits, I think, through four and two-thirds innings pitched for the left-hander. But overall, the weekend was good. They split the series from the Cubs, who I think are sneaky good. They go two and two. <laughs> Have you get a chance to go to any of the Cubs games no, yet, Ryan? No, I, I wish. I wish I had gone. It was like probably since opening day, one of the nicer weekends to go to a Rockies game. Um, but I was stuck here at the bar watching Avs and Nuggets and all, all those, so... Not all bad, but man, no. I did I did wish I, I went out there. Yeah, you still had you still need your layers at this time of the year in April. It's plenty sunny. <laughs> right when the, the sun sets. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and you're cracking your breck brew, so you're feeling good. But then you step into the shade, and then all of a oh. sudden, it gets cold. Rockies were cold. They're in the shade a lot uh, on on Sunday. Connor Joe though uh, did have the best game I think for all the Rockies. Did go two for four with a walk and a double. He of course is our DraftKings sportsbook. King of the game. Connor Joe always looks king like of the a king. weekend, man. Pretty much. I'd say so. I mean, he's got a, a, a nice hit streak going. I think he has hits in, in eight of their nine games. Rockies are now six and three. He's got multi hit games, I think, in at least five games at this point. So he's been doing an amazing job as the leadoff hitter. We started seeing him batting leadoff against a string of left handers, but over uh, this weekend, Marcus Stroman from the right-hand side, and you had Mark Leiter Jr., who I didn't get to see on Saturday. That was my day off. He's actually from my hometown, my home area of Toms River, New Jersey. Oh, all right. The one game I missed. Of course. Guy pitches from Toms River, and it's his first appearance in four seasons. He hadn't played since 2018. Um, But Connor Joe, I mean, I think he fits in really nicely. As a good replacement for Charlie Blackman, who's a guy who had power, uh, yeah. he hit that leadoff home run, had great hair, 
Connor Joe <laughs> checks off all the boxes, no? No, he's it, it, it especially to the start, it's exactly what you want from that spot. And and he's just like it, it, especially today for a lot of the game or for at least the first half, he was the offense. He, he, he you know, they I think they had four hits at one time and he had two of them, so it's 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 good to see. It's 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 the thing you want. You want the good start. You want the leadoff guy to get on base. Yeah. Um, it just wasn't that day for the Rockies hitters to also get on base and then help him, you know, get him in. So that's right. Yeah. Um, but again, encouraging, like you said, at that spot. Yeah. Yeah. The the walk obviously tips the scales where he's two for he's two for four at the plate. That's five hundred. But then the walk uh, in his plate appearance there in the seventh to keep a rally going. That's a quick math 600 on base percentage <laughs> so i mean he's the perfect guy i think you want at at the top of that lineup and he's kind of usurped blackman really quickly because blackman at the start of the season was the leadoff guy and you say there's nobody that really fits that you know model in 2022 and also no speedsters right that old school style of hey drag bunt or walk steal a base whatever it is rockies don't have that guy right now on their roster so all right let's put charlie out there he's comfortable and maybe when connor joe gets hot or maybe Jonathan daza well joe's hot right away off the bat right it kind of fixes that problem right away uh, which is which is really important uh, on the pitching side austin gomber didn't have his best stuff today he no, ended up no he he didn't <laughs> uh again was was okay in general uh he uh, w- was into the 5th inning uh, four and a third innings pitched eight hits 12 walks almost surprising he didn't give up more than uh the five runs that was on his record four of which were earned two strikeouts did give up the one homer i think it's only the fifth home run the rockies have given up all year and wow. i mean it's it's that's that's one of those numbers for Rockies pitching where if you just look at that, that's going to ge- be somewhat of an indicator of right. how well you're doing. Absolutely. Are you giving up home runs or not? That's the Rockies no, aren't. That's a success. Yeah, I thought you know, and and Gomber still looks like like a guy that's just kind of still figuring it out here at the beginning of the season. Um, I thought his, I thought the third inning was kind of disappointing. Started out with a strikeout, had two outs, and then still gets the run, and so um, that was kind of killer there for that. But um, I don't know. I, I, you know, Gomer's the guy that you're still kind of pulling for. It's like, you know, yeah. the underdog where it's just like, oh, come on, just, just you know, I, you, you feel bad for him because he's always going to be, of course, associated with that one trade. But um, <laughs> for, for Joshua Fuentes' yeah, cousin, exactly. is that the one? Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 that one. I, gotcha. he's, his name is, uh, but uh, the, the, I guess the most disappointing part would be the two strikeouts to the four walks. That was, that, that's kind of not what you want to see from any starting pitcher. No, no. Where where the Cubs were successful is where the Rockies really weren't, at least in the early going, as you pointed out, Ryan, is they were able to eke out runs in the first, second, third, and fifth. You know, they had a decent amount of traffic, but they were still able to get those guys in uh, you know, in scoring position, drive them home. Wilson Contreras with the home run. Yeah. They're in the first inning, whereas the Rockies had a little bit of traction and weren't really able to do as much. The seventh, they, they got a run, but uh, they, they send up seven batters. Leave the bases loaded there, and so that's that's the tale of uh, of two halves there, where one team is able to manufacture runs, the mm-hmm. other team not as much, and you know you can't win them all. They still get a split. They're still now they're let's see if you hear if I have this right. I think it's they're two zero and one. They've won two series. They haven't lost any, and they have one tie. <laughs> am, am I doing that soccer style yes. right? Getting the big 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 thumbs up from Yaya. <laughs> Excellent, and that's what you want. As, Great as way to look at losing it. Right. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, you. And I think even the game on Thursday night, you know, they might have had an opportunity 
to uh, you know to win that game. It was all of these games have been really really close. Yeah, I think that was also encouraging that they they have been close. And oh man, I thought today, you know, it, after the six, you they're, they're back in it, kind of five three. And then the Suzuki yeah. home run, I felt like was like ah, it really was just stop the momentum when you when you thought they had it. And then, I mean, of course, the next era, you know, Rockies get four eventually, so it could have been five four there. But um, again, like you said, it's you're not it's it's the Cubs. I think you are right are definitely better than what people are expecting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't know, we can split. It's I, I I there have been more disappointing losses for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. it's it's one that you'd like to have, but early yeah. enough in the season, you're gonna look the other way and not go. Oh, this is a game that, that's right. gonna kill you and eat away. No, again, it's uh, I, I said this on uh, Friday's podcast. You know, there's an old adage of you're gonna lose a third of the games and you're gonna win a third of the games. So we're talking, you know, 54 games, you're going to win, 54, you're going to lose. It's what happens in that other third uh-huh. that really determines your season. And so maybe you look and say, this is one that they could have won slash should have won or not. Um, but they'll, they'll have those opportunities. And, and they've, they've played all of these games incredibly close. And so they're not giving away any at-bats right. late. It's still important. Guys are still coming in the game late in, in big spots. And so I think that's keeping everybody sharp overall. Uh, Dodgers and Giants did win today on Sunday. So Ew. Rockies, yeah, they're <laughs> they're in third place. Oh, they're, they they're awful. They're six oh. and three. Oh, wrap it Here up. Here we go. Right <laughs> here, it is. Well, with three with three <laughs> slump, everyone thought was coming. With three wild card <laughs> spots, though, they're sitting pretty. They've got the top uh, oh, the second go. best wild card spots. So Stop the good. count. Plus eight run differential. So and you know the biggest thing, and, and we talked about it during the week already. On the road, you know they they won two out of uh, two out of two. Uh, they swept the Rangers, so <laughs> and uh, so that's good. Like that's probably the most important thing, really, to come out of this first week. Buddy did say in his post game press conference that you know we're playing well, and right now our record reflects that. You know bullpen's doing okay. a solid job. Starting pitching has been good, not great, mm-hmm. but not bad. Right, they, they've actually been pretty good overall. You'd like a little bit more length out of them, but overall in 2022. Having a starting pitcher just get into the fifth inning is already <laughs> right. kind of a success, and we know with shortened spring training, that's it, that's kind of pretty typical. So you look all around baseball. I mean, the Rockies are up there uh, with with just about everybody, or or at least around league average as far as it comes to uh, today. As you mentioned, Ryan, you know, struggled with runners in scoring position. They were one for seven, left eight runners stranded. Dang, uh, one for seven. After the game, their their overall. Batting average is 225 or 20 for 89 uh, in those kind of in that situation with fourth lowest in the NL, uh, but their overall team average 280 is the second best in the league. So, you know they're getting it done, uh, you know early, but then in those big spots maybe not as much. But six and three, that's right? Okay, exactly. It's it's encouraging. I mean, imagine how we would feel at three and six right now. Like it would just be like, oh man, all right, it's gonna be a really long year. But six and three, and again, like I think what you were saying is is the most encouraging part is that they've been close. You know, even today, it's like the the Cubs could have definitely walked away with it. They was really close right. to getting being nine nothing there for a second, yeah. um, but they got out of it, and then they score some runs. And you're looking like today, you know, you could just still won the game. And I think you got to at least feel encouraged by it. This team is not the same team as 2018. They're not. However, I have gotten the sense here now, 
uh, six games seeing them at Coors Field and and you know, obviously watching all nine games kind of my job it's rough you know <laughs> yeah. it's, it's rough getting like one off day in the week and then you know having to watch baseball the yeah. other six but I have this feeling even late in the games even when they're down by a lot that they're going to make it interesting and as you said you know they're down by a lot they weren't getting gaining any traction on left-hander Drew Smiley so that was concerning I thought all right this just might be one that you throw away could be could be a 5-0 shutout, 6-0 shutout, right. whatever it is. But then once they have the big inning there in the sixth and they get the three runs, you say, okay, here we go. They're going to start right. chipping away. And then they do. They get the one run in the seventh. They get uh, a one-out infield hit from Randall Gritchick in the eighth. And you think it's going to happen. Charlie Blackman comes in to pinch hit. It doesn't come to fruition. But you think you can't write them off. And I really haven't had that sense since that 2018 club. No, it, you, you've got it right there. It's it's. I get, I'm going to keep saying it. Encouraging. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and uh, it's just it's what you want to see from this team. I think uh, I think it's from top to bottom too. I, I it again, nine games. It's it's really hard to just you know be like okay cool we're gonna have a this this scrappy team all year. But so far, it's good to see that at least you know even with every at bat you're like all right this you know they could punch it here you know and and I don't think. So far, I, there's not really anyone coming out of the bullpen where I'm like, oh boy, all right, well this yes, is going to be, you know, a really, you know, that there goes that lead, or, or now this one's kind of over now that they're in. So, um, you know, for for what the Rockies are and, and what we were looking at this season, I think this is a great start. Yeah, Rockies bullpen have been the best. I think even after they gave up three runs on Saturday night, I think they're still, you know, right there uh, as far as the best bullpens easily in the top five, but they oh, might right. still be like number one there. It was at one point. Yeah. I think it was, I didn't know they were doing that good. I, I, oh yeah. Okay. I think going into Saturday, they literally had only given up three earned runs. All you count on one hand in like 30 plus innings. <laughs> and so now so now you can tell me my six. surprise. I'm not used to that from, from this group. Like, there's no way it could be that low. <laughs> like it's historically like fantastic. Right. How big. And like you said, you can just get those feelings. Sometimes you don't necessarily have to see the numbers to know, like I got a bad feeling Yeah. that uh, this guy up, not a good spot or this guy's coming in. Okay. All right. We're going to be good. Let's hold them. You feeling confident. You should have that confidence because everybody has been really solid. I, 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 can't even think of anyone who maybe who even has an ERA over oh, three at this point. Maybe Chassin because he did give up a couple runs, I think, the other night. Okay. But but everyone's just been really, really solid. And, and like you said, you, you have confidence. And, you know, last year we started to see it. I think going into the year, the bullpen was very projectable. And you say, hey, there's like six young relievers on the team that could be really interesting. They had required Robert Stevenson. Now we haven't seen Stevenson or Lucas Gilbreth, who uh, we learned on Saturday are going on a rehab assignment in Albuquerque. Uh, I believe Stevenson may have even already pitched on Sunday. It was hard to keep track in that wacky ice topes game. <laughs> they were down 9 nothing in the first inning, came back to tie it 11-11 in the seventh. They did lose to Tacoma, uh, uh, going for a four-game win streak there. Uh, they lost 12-11 to in a Pacific Coast League pitcher's duel. Oh. Because, uh, I mean... That, that league is just <laughs> ridiculous. But those guys haven't even been able to contribute yet since they were on the COVID IL. Uh, Susie wrote a, a fantastic article about it. We'll talk about it Monday on a post-game show. We'll be live on Monday at noon to talk about that. But the bullpen has been super solid. Jordan Sheffield has yet to play. So he might be that guy where <laughs> if you saw him come out, uh, uh. but the bullpen has 
pick their spots. Buddy hasn't really needed to go very much to the bullpen in the middle of an inning. Where you say, this guy's in a spot. He's he's in trouble. We need to get him out. That's did happen point. on Friday to Carlos Estevez. Some of it had to do with a beer that got spilt on him when he was in the bullpen. <laughs> did you hear about this? Yeah, uh, with the eye, right? He said, yeah. I saw the red eye. Um, That's nuts. Yes. How does it get... I, I really want to go in and just see how it has gotten to that spot. Seems like a magic spill. I've never, yes, I've. It was. He said it was one drop. No, no, I don't. <laughs> right, to, right, from, just one little. Yes, <laughs> someone had like a little eyedropper and they just <laughs> dropped it perfectly. Yeah, so that was kind of messing with him. He that's walked three what? guys that inning, so like that's not Estevez like. Uh, Kinley came in, got got him out of a big jam on Friday night. But man, the bullpen has been. You know the backbone of this team, and that's what happened in 2018. The bullpen comes in, holds holds ground, mm-hmm. and then the offense can come, start chipping away slowly but surely. We saw it on Sunday against the Cubs. We've seen it, you know, all year long, and so uh, that's been a real strength. And you know, it's almost the reverse of the Blake Street Bombers, where all <laughs> those guys talk about it in the 90s, where it didn't matter how many runs the bullpen was going to give up or their starter. We were going to come back right. and get those runs three at a time, right? Right. American League Baseball, three-run home runs for Bichette, uh-huh. Vinny Castilla, who – this is too braggadocious. I've gotten – No, uh, go for it. It's Sunday. All right. Well, <laughs> I, and I should have probably warned them because they're orange and eastery. I have a pair of Diodoras. They look – they just look like knockoff New Balance shoes. Okay. And I knew that. Got getting them. I was, I was like, say. I couldn't pass it up. They were really nice. And Vinny Castilla – Probably play a lot of soccer. Or, uh, you know, he, he grew up in Mexico, and he's like, I like those Diodoras. And it started a whole conversation that lasted right. an hour with Corey Sullivan and other things. Look at you. But I was like, all right, someone's respecting my Diodora game. That's very unexpected. I would not, if I had those shoes, I'm not expecting anyone, let alone Vinny Castilla, to, to mention that yes. and then spark up an hour-long conversation. For sure. That's, it, the conversation wasn't about shoes, but then, you know that's, <laughs> that was our meet cute. That was how it started. So head over to Deodora.com, use code Patrick Lyons. No, I, I, I wish, maybe. Meet cute. Yeah, I have to now I have to make up stories about my Deodoras so if I can maybe get some kickbacks. Hey, now. No pun intended. I hope they're watching. On that, uh, no pun intended. Uh, man, I, I do. I have to ask you real quick because we're here at the DNVR bar on the corner of Colfax, New York. We're members, of course. Get a member-sized beer, a little bit bigger, a lot bit bigger. Uh, only fifty cents for your first month at the DNVR.com. We had an avalanche, uh, avalanche party bus. We've done nuggets. Oh, Broncos tailgates have been popping off, but we have those wonderful watch parties and Saturday night. I think you were there for that. I know you made an amazing video all about it, getting people hyped. So you've at least contributed yes. to it. We know. I mean, Saturday <laughs> night, Friday night, any night at the DNVR bar, it's popping off. Oh, dude, Saturday night was wild. Um, one, it, Nuggets playoff basketball, it was a playoff crowd, and it was yes. literally every basket. That crowd is just hanging up and up and down, up and down. It unfortunately got out of hand a little early, earlier than anyone had hoped. In the game or at the uh, bar? Uh, the game, it, but <laughs> but everyone stayed through the game, and then the greatest part about this is, is that yeah, it, vibes were kind of down because of the Nuggets game, and they lost. But then the Avs party bus came back and yes. just revived the whole bar, and it was great. Everyone was coming in; they were all happy. Avs locked down the one seed, and it's the best part. If you miss Saturday, it's happening again on Monday. There you go. Nuggets, Nuggets playoff game. Rockies are playing, and the yes. Avs will be playing all at the same time. Wow. It was wild. 
the vibes I will be immaculate wait. on the corner of Colfax, New York at the DNVR bar. Uh, vibes are always immaculate too when you, when you tap into DraftKings Sportsbook. Segway King over here. Uh, NBA playoffs <laughs> mean next level basketball. Get in on the first round of action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on any team to win, favorite or underdog. Probably want to make it the Nuggets. And you get $100, $150 in free bets instantly. You win no matter what. All DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet on NBA hoops with same game parlays, combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. So basically, you're like, all right, Nuggets, going to win. Maybe it doesn't pay you out as much as you would like. Jokic scoring over 25, over 30, whatever it may be. You'll get that. Boards, assists. I mean, triple-double. I mean, it's triple-double season. Is that a thing? (laughs) Triple-double season. I feel like postseason basketball for Jokic is Uh, like triple-double season. Yes, no, that's fair. That's a good point. A lot lot more minutes, uh, and I think after – I mean – We've seen the Nuggets lose a lot of game ones, but they usually come back and are scrappy. So I think game two, I think Jokic has a, has a very nice game. I would go heavy on his on his overs. We we may need to have a limited edition, only sold in April, in May, uh, on dnvrlocker.com. Triple double season because the Nuggets haven't had a new shirt in a while. That's so fair. They might. Oh no, that's right. They just dropped a uh, two thousand one thousand five hundred club uh, Nikola Jokic shirt. So this is the first time Ryan's been on the podcast with me, so he doesn't get my sarcasm yet. You hear? You should know better, man. I'm slow. You should know better. I gotta wake up. Come on. Gotta wake up. We'll give you a pass because we like you. Triple-double season. Check it out. Adam Morris. (laughs) Hit him up. Let him know. But download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR. Bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game during the first round of the playoffs and get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code DNVR at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Got to pace my breathing on that. It can be very hard. <laughs> DraftKings Sportsbook. I was ready to get up. Pick of the week. We've got nuggets and words. This is a baseball pod, but we don't have the lines just yet for the Philly series, three games. We'll preview that. We'll talk about that on the Monday live show. But right now, nuggets are getting seven points if you want to go minus 110. If you want to take them out right, plus 230 to just go nuggets. Ooh, that that money line is enticing. I, I like going outside the box. It's why, like, Day one of the offseason, I'm like, the Detroit Tigers are going to make some <laughs> offseason moves plus $30,000 to win the World Series. Well, hey, they they did sign Javi Baez and Eduardo Fair Rodriguez. Point. Twins to make the postseason. It was it was before they had acquired, you know, Sonny Gray, now uh, Carlos Correa. So I like those outside shots, but sometimes simple is, is, is the best way to go. Keep it simple, statisticians. That's the phrase. <laughs> I'm going DraftKings Sportsbook Pick of the Week. Denver Nuggets, straight up. Money line, plus 230. There's the value. I'm in. There's the value. That's two. Also in Sunday's game, Ryan McMahon finally gets in on the action, entered the game batting 250. That's pretty much around his career average, but hadn't hit a homer yet. Uh, launched one 447, 447 seat. Oh, all feet right. Into the second deck. Yes. Second deck shot. 
Second deck shot. Have you ever seen that shirt? I have. Yes, I have. I don't know where that originally came from. I think Trevor Story may have been the first one to ever wear it. Trevor Story wore it because on one of his home run calls, it sounded as though it wasn't deck. The E is not an E. It's like Trevor Story's swing. So it appears like uh, the, uh, the Roman numeral for one. Yes. You know, second deck. Oh, I like it. It's a wordplay. The best on part the is Roman that Trevor Story one and then the second deck. See, yes. that's the it's it's a number play, not wordplay. <laughs> it's number play. <laughs> I always I always appreciated that uh, Trevor leaned into that shirt. He did. Because that could have been just a you know a, a nice little cult favorite amongst Rockies fans, but the fact that he was wearing it, I was like, yes, let's go, let's go. Has that ever been actually sold anywhere? I think I, I think probably you can, somewhere. It's someone had to, or at least a bootleg. Yes, there's all kinds of bootlegs. They definitely. Whoever had it sent it to him. Oh, I bet you could find it. You find a good bootleg. I, I see all kind. Of, I go on eBay once in a while, and anytime you like, you see a shirt. It says like seventeen ninety nine to thirty two ninety nine. You're like, nope, no. I know what's going on it's, here. <laughs> this vintage shirt. You know, it says like Bichette happens from second Bichette reference here for the Blake Street the Bombers. The misspelled Tulowitzki giveaway shirt. Yeah, I get. And you're like, oh, what size do you want it in? I'm like, it was a giveaway that was kind of just XL, like, you know, for everyone so no one could complain. Uh, I see what's going on here. Yeah, McMahon, though, gets that big one to left field that kept the rally going a little bit. Rockies now 10 home runs through nine games. Tied for fifth most in the National, National League. All right. seems, seems like on the low side, but they're just kind of, you know, hitting a couple here and there, a little bit more than, than one per game. C.J. Crone, I know going into today, Hard to keep track of uh, Joshua's cousin over there in St. Louis. But going into today, CJ Crone, first in the National League in home runs with five. Oh, wow. Yeah. Boy, he's up there. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure, yeah, Saturday certainly helped. Saturday with the two (laughs) home runs. I think most of them have been over 450 feet, which which is the most uh, on the Rockies, I think, since he's been around uh, since august of last year so we're really talking about two and a half months yeah august was of course uh he was the national league player of the month could possibly win it again here in april with his good start i don't know the if any rocky has ever won player of the month in two out of three consecutive months now this is over over two seasons okay but still still that's pretty damn impressive since Might august even 1st, be more impressive that he had to wait great point Great point. I, li- I like I like your spin here. This is good. But since August 1st of last year, slash line of 336, 401, 667, with 19 doubles, one triple. He was the first Rocky to hit wow. a triple this year. If you had that in your pool no, somewhere. No way. Nobody had that. That would have been an infield inside the park home run exactly. for a lot of people. Well, <laughs> for everyone else, it would have been an inside the park. Or for him, it's a, it's a barely sliding into third base triple. Uh, 19 home runs. 59 RBI, 21 walks. So, yeah, two massive home runs. 466-foot blast in the first inning. Landed on the concourse. You rarely see concourse blasts. You see it a lot in batting practice with him because he's got that kind of power. He has a wiffle ball. Were you a big wiffle ball player growing up? Uh, I, I, you know, I... Partook. partook in the wiffle partook. in the whiff you know <laughs> easter was like the first time you busted out the wiffle ball for the oh, yeah. season oh yeah my family did you did you stuff it with uh a shopping bag to make it travel farther the bat you mean right the, no the ball the we ball, would no. we would stuff like plastic bags in so it wouldn't like wiffle that much no which the, I, don't, I don't know why at that point just use a ball the glass wi- the glass window budget in my family was not you <laughs> know, as much as it might have been in your family. <laughs> so we kind of embraced the fact that no, no, let's leave this soft. No, you can do that with a bat. I think that helps generate, you know, there's more weight on the bat. 
where you stuff Fair. it and you can do that. Um, duct tape. Man, I think duct have tape. Have I been doing it wrong? You, I just, yeah, I just the bat is, the, is what you want to do because okay. you can get a lot more momentum. Damn. In that, it's like corking it. Although it's <laughs> it's it's not actually true. When you cork a bat, it really doesn't make the ball go farther. Even though players have been. I would assume out. bat speed is. But so that's what happens. Okay. You gain the bat speed, but then the impact on the bat because it's not as hard because there's a cork so in the middle. You lose it. That's that's what I've heard scientifically. Okay. All right. From from I'll baseball, trust the science there. For, from the baseball yeah, doctors. The there are, there the, are baseball the doctor scientists. <laughs> Dr. Meredith Is that Wills. a seven-year degree still? Maybe. It's, it's, it's a nine-inning degree uh, is, <laughs> is what that is. But that home run, that crone hit, you know, we didn't get a chance to talk about that. Obviously, uh, no Saturday postgame show. Third longest home run this season. Oh. Behind. I, I want to almost throw it out to you because if you thought of just five baseball players – Oh, combined God. between Ryan and Yahir, I think you guys could get it. one of them at three home runs against the Yankees earlier this week. Uh, he won the home run derby. Uh, in this, actually, no, he didn't win the home run derby. He was the MVP last summer. And the other one, considered the, the best baseball player uh, in the game. Not Shohei Otani, but his teammate. Okay. Who's from New Jersey. All right. Too many Jersey references today already. <laughs> I've definitely hit the quota. But Mike Trout, oh, 472 the longest. Vlad Guerrero. 467. There's like, oh, yeah, you know those names. Yeah, yeah. And then CJ Crone. CJ Crone. You go, who? Who's that guy? Dude, I love it. Rocky's first base DH. Dude, I love because I love that CJ just kind of gets his assignment. You know, he's, yeah. I think he said it yesterday. I'm here to hit the ball hard. It's like, yes, yeah, you are. I, you know, I think a lot of, I don't yes. know what, um, it it just works for him here. It's, it's a good fit. It was kind of one of those when he first got here, it was like, oh, all right. But now it's just like, all right, when he's one of those names when he gets up to bat, especially in Coors, you're yeah. watching. You're you're going, okay, CJ's up something gonna happen here. He you know, he was a guy I, I don't I don't think I said this on air anywhere, but he's one of those guys where you could see maybe a regression. Not if he's healthy. If okay. he's healthy, he might be a quarter of a notch, you know, uh uh worse. You know, maybe he only hits like 23 home runs and has okay. like 70, 75 RBI. So not much worse than he was last year. He wasn't bad last year. So my my, my vernacular, like much worse than last year. No, he was their, one of their best hitters. Right. But, but it's really the health thing. If he can stay healthy, that's going to be where you go, ah, you didn't get that production. But Connor Joe's been doing a good job defensively over at first base. Mm-hmm. So you can supplement. And the DH, I think, has been huge for that. It's been rotated uh, really between Blackman, Crone and Joe all season long. Today, Chris Bryant got in there as a DH. Starting a new hitting streak. Starting a new hitting streak. Yeah, seven-game uh, hitting streak ended on Saturday. Came out of the game. Load management, if you will. I wanted to ask oh, Buddy about okay. that. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I thought I had thought about that, but it actually, uh, he tweeted. Buddy something. talking to LeBron about <laughs> load management. He, Buddy didn't have a pregame on Sunday, so we'll have to talk about uh, that on Monday about load management. But the Rockies, again, that's another thing we've been talking about all offseason in the first week is mm-hmm. they've got so much more depth now that you go, you, you feel better if Bryant comes out of the game, starts that new streak, Fair. walks in the first, doubles in the sixth to start the big rally where they're able to get three runs. Um, Connor Joe out there in left field had a day. He was very Tapia-esque on two balls in oh. left field. Bryant, when he's out there, he's very smooth. Okay. And, you know, track down a ball. Sometimes he might not get uh, a great read on I mean, he's got a great read actually on every one. There was one where he had a, had a slight. He could have had a better first step. Still made an easy play on it. 
uh, with Raimel Tapia, any ball that would go out there, you go, hold up. And then maybe when the ball's on its way down, you right. go, oh, he's camped under it. We're good. But off the bat, you go, here we go. I haven't had that sense at all with, with Bryant. Haven't had that sense with Joe just yet. I think, you know, the winds were swirling a little bit today, too. Oh, are, were they? Okay. A little bit. There were, were a couple of those moments. Actually, there was a ball hit at some point. Uh, I'll see if I can try to remember when it was, but it was a pop-up to Jose Iglesias that I can't seem to find here on my scorecard. To lead off the seventh, go back if you really want to do a review. Frank Schwindel, born in Livingston, New Jersey. Oh, my gosh. I didn't know that. <laughs> my father wild. pointed it out to me. <laughs> uh, now I'm going to be looking for at least two awful. more references. I'm wow, going to be upset. I know. If I don't reference it more than once now uh, going forward. But pop up to Schwindel. Ryan McMahon goes back. He's on the outfield grass. And the ball's on its way down. Iglesias even looks over to his right. Takes his eye off the ball. Looks at McMahon. Looks up. And Iglesias takes three steps forward and makes the catch. Wow. Like McMahon wasn't even close to the ball by the time it ended up coming down. That's how much the wind had captured it right huh. when it was at its apex. You could see the flags flapping on television, yeah. but I, I have been outside today, and I wouldn't have thought that it was enough to have affect the ball like that at Coors Field today. That's, that was part of the conversation that was sparked after talking with Vinny Castilla, talking with Corey <laughs> Sullivan about, we'll have to get into this at, at some point, which direction the, the, the wind is blowing and the impact of it on the field. Because... I know Yan at Yankee Stadium has you know bad wind at times, uh -huh. and Don Mattingly used to say, "Don't look at the flags, look at the bat." There would be like a weather vane, and it was a baseball uh, bat. Right. Look at where the bat is going, and there are there are a couple flags that you got to keep an eye on, and depending on the direction, that will let you know if the ball's blowing out. And so on McMahon's home That's run. Wild. The flag was blowing in this certain direction. Uh -huh. um, this is a, like a tease to, to keep people tuned in, <laughs> subscribing to the podcast, watching on our YouTube channel, DNVR Sports. But coincidentally, it was, it was one of those days more on, on the low key. It wasn't as bad as last Sunday against the Dodgers when you, you just couldn't catch a, a lazy fly ball. And afterwards, Randall Gritchick was like, is this what it's normally like? He right. was legit fearful after <laughs> his third game at Coors Field. So, and they were talking about this on the broadcast, but like, did, Cast like, did Castilla ever like, because they can't practice wind balls, right? So like, yeah. is there a time where Vinny was like, okay, it took me like 20 games in the wind to finally realize how it actually played out in the stadium. So Vinny, he, Vinny said that you, you, you can't predict it. Okay. And maybe, maybe that's because for him he is on the infield. Right. And so you go, all right, you look at the McMahon play. McMahon was right there, except he wasn't because the wind <laughs> right, got it. Exactly. But Corey Sullivan from AT&T Sportsnet was the one that had the intel on the flags. And so okay. when you're in the outfield, it, it's probably going to play a little more true, whereas there's, there's the ball has a little bit more speed on it, right? Because it's it's mm -hmm. going out. Exit velocity is a little bit more. It's not just up in the air and kind of hanging. Right. You know, there's like zero G on it maybe at some <laughs> point. The ball's actually traveling, so you can kind of capture it at some point if it's going to curve back or whatever it may be. But when a ball Ooh. just goes straight up in the air, you it seems like it's going uh, left, and then it hits its apex, and it might come down in a totally different way. Like a Frisbee-looking thing. Like a Frisbee. Man, that's so wild. Could be. Could be like that. So... Uh, Saturday night, Rockies win, 9-6. Crone is, is the dude, but he doesn't actually win the MVP chain. It is Daniel Bard. 
fourth save. So he looks okay. like I was surprised. Right. I'm keeping tab, by the way. I'm keeping track. <laughs> I've started a document. This is something. Susie <laughs> likes this, so I'm, I, I like her now for that. Um, she's like, I love databases. I created a database. So I'm keep track this year of all of our DraftKings Sportsbook King of the Games. Oh, all right. So we'll have a leaderboard. Oh, The yes. MVP chain. No, no, this is great, actually. Th- these I are stats so. that I want. I think so. So who's in the lead then? You said Bard. Did, so, he, did he get it before? Is there no? Uh, no one right. has gotten it more than once. Oh. The most uh, interesting person to get the MVP chain is Brian Jones. Okay. You hear anyone? Crickets. Uh, the, I could Brian not. Brian name... Jones is the video coordinator <laughs> for the Rockies. Oh. He was the one who. It was Tuesday night when. Uh, no, it was Monday night. I'm confusing these two games. On Monday night. If you remember, in extra innings, Rockies are winning 6-4. Uh, Mitch Garver hits a ground ball. It should be like a, a 6-4-3 double play. Uh-huh. Run score, so it's 6-5. There's going to be two outs. Should run on first. Brian Jones, the video coordinator, says, let's actually take a look at that. Oh. And so they go back, and no, I think it was Mitch Garver was the one, slides into second base, and the rule is like if you don't maintain contact to second base, you were kind of sliding somewhat wildly. Okay. Like it was an erratic slide. Got it, it wasn't like it's a judgment. Like there's a difference uh-huh. between I'm trying to take out the second baseman right. and yeah, I didn't do a good job. So he didn't maintain contact of second base. And they said, you know what? That kind of interfered with the throw. That's interference. The runner's out at first base. That's the third out. Game over. Brian Jones, video coordinator, not on the field, in the dugout. MVP change for go. him. Hey, I, well earned. I did not have that. I don't that's think the, even think you could have bet on that one on DraftKings Sportsbook. <laughs> that, that's not. There's not even possible. They just. I don't. You can't bet on. I want to bet on who's going to win it the f- twice first. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. Oh man, I w- I'd put money on Bard. Yeah. If that's. I like that. If oh, in man. a tight spot. Because if the, if CJ Crone can't get it after that. Well, now, now you got me one to, to pull up my document <laughs> here, see if I can remember. Oh, no. I know Connor Joe definitely had one. You know, Alan Down Trejo. Down hole we go. Let's go. Uh, I know Alan Trejo got it on Friday night, and this is a wonderful story uh, where he hadn't played the first six games. Didn't even get in for that bat. It wasn't like, hey, let's try to keep this guy sharp. It's like, no, we, we're trying to win games. Games have been close. And you say, there is not an advantage to have Alan Trejo in these games just yet iglesias has somewhat of a hamstring issue so he's out on friday saturday night we saw him back in the lineup on sunday uh we didn't see randall gritchick he missed three games after his big home run robbing catch smashes into the wall maybe that's what irritates his back he misses three games with lower back tightness he's back on sunday we see colton welker in the clubhouse on sunday got to think it's one of those two guys maybe going on the il jordan sheffield who hasn't played yet Sent back to Albuquerque, but no, it's actually Garrett Hampson. Hand contusion. Uh, talked to him just before. His hand was strong enough that he could hold his his plate of food <laughs> after game. So that's promising. Oh, yes. But had a hand contusion. Had been uh, suffering with some pain you know, since spring training. Thought he could kind of play through it. Flared up on him a little bit the other, uh, other night so he could even feel it when he was throwing. So Buddy yeah. and the guy said, you know what? Take some time. Maybe it'll be the minimum, but... Uh, just just doesn't have all the strength in his right hand, his throwing hand, his top hand that you're gonna need to turn over, right? Uh, and 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 get down on on some of those baseballs. So uh, Welker's in there uh, for the Rockies. Hampson out on the IL, but Trejo gets that uh, first opportunity. He does get the uh, player of the game. Grichuk got it on 
Tuesday for the game-saving catch, which Charlie Blackman said, greatest catch I've ever seen. Certainly the greatest uh-huh. catch he had ever it, been a part of, been next to. He certainly reacted on the field as so. He was... <laughs> it, right? You've was never like, seen him react like no. that. That's amazing. These guys so are fun having fun yeah, right yeah. now. That is, that's so important, I think. So important in their winning. Ty Block got it last Sunday, a week from today. All right. That four-inning save performance. That's, a, that's worth it. Yeah, he ended up getting the win, uh, I believe, on Saturday. So he has a win and a save already. Herman Marquez, uh, seven innings pitched, one earned run. Got it uh, for the Rockies' first win last Saturday. So that's it, everyone. Now, Marquez, did, they, did you say Block. they get a chain, a necklace or something? Or Yeah, so they busted it out last year. Uh, it kind of took it from from the Padres. Padres had something like right. that. This well, chain. a lot of teams have like the, yes. <laughs> the Nuggets have a defensive player of the game chain and you know all that stuff. It is, <laughs> Why it is not? common in yes. sports now. Yeah. Exactly. It's purple gold, so it's very expensive. Oh, You can't buy the wow. exact same thing in the store. You can't. Um, not the one Peyton Manning was wearing? No. Did we're going to get to that. Okay. We're going to get to that. No, wait. Not wait when was he gun. wearing Where was he wearing a, a chain? Uh, Last at, week or this week? This week, today, at Coors Field. Okay, so no, but I did see Peyton Manning at Coors Field. We, we went down to the clubhouse. I snapped a photograph of Dinger and his bunny ears, and I was starstruck. <laughs> and then a second later, I look up and go... <laughs> Okay. okay, Peyton Manning, who is... Was he's he in, in the, bunny ears? He, no, he had, a, he had a low cap, and in the bowels of Coors Field, where it's just families at that point, he had glasses on. And I'm like, <laughs> you really trying to stay low-key, Peyton? Oh, but he, I mean, he was he was in a rush to get there. But he stayed. He stayed until the final out. That's good, man. So props to Peyton on that. So that was my first time seeing him. You know, not to brag. Tall, but, right? He's tall. Uh, I feel really good about seeing Peyton Manning <laughs> up close. We'll see how much longer uh, I retain that uh, that status for, but uh, that's everyone who's gotten the MVP chain so far. Six victories, six chains, and you, and you keep it until, until the next one. So Bart's okay. got it. Hopefully on Monday, Rockies can pull through uh, with victory number seven and, and get back in the mix there atop the NL West, but you know, it's still super, super early, not super early enough to go out and get your ripple dissolvables from light shade 11 in the Denver Metro area. Colorado's premier dispensary with ripple dissolvables. You can actually make anything into an edible because of the flavorless and dissolvable powders. It happens within 10 minutes each and every time. Again, get them at light shade, which offers something for everyone from the casual consumer to the connoisseur, Lightshade has a premium selection of cannabis concentrates, top shelf flour, edibles, tinctures, accessories, and more. Podcast listeners or YouTube watchers over on our channel, DNVR Sports, you can get 25% off non-sale items with code DNVR. Shop online at lightshade.com for pickup or visit a Lightshade location near you. And then if you get hungry at some point, yeah, sexy pizza is going to factor in. Uh, you don't have to drive all the way down to their location in Trinidad. It's open. We don't need to do that because you got four right here in Denver, South Pearl, Jefferson Park, Park Hill, Capitol Hill, Old South Pearl as well. Of course, 13 years in the Denver community, and they do a wonderful job. You can actually go to their website, www.sexy.pizza. Yes. Did you know that that was their website? I did, and it's awesome. I have yet to venture into other dot pizzas. 
or other sexy dots. <laughs> well, Actually, you I, might have, not I want. have ventured you into have? those a lot. Yes. All right. <laughs> Brian's DMs are open. Uh, I'm guessing you might not be in a relationship at this <laughs> moment. But nevertheless, www.sexy.pizza. You can be in a relationship with a, uh, a large, you know, thin crust pepperoni pizza. Oh. Why not? Because they got hand-tossed deck oven pizza made from the scratch each morning dough, which, believe Second it or deck? not, not everybody does that. That's oh. I think that's that's been one of the factors for why they're so good. We've all experienced it at the Broncos tailgate parties already. Sexy Pizza is absolutely where it's at. And they do a cool thing where they will give back to various charities in the area. So actually go to their donations link to see how Sexy Pizza can support your cause. All right. Well, Ryan, I did want to talk to you about you. Oh, because what? Yes. Oh boy, here we you, go. You you were there on opening weekend. You were there even even before that, watching us all uh, eat, eat Elvis shakes, eat food, chicken sandwiches. Did you have a favorite thing that you ate? You didn't oh, get to man. eat too much because you were legit trying to create some. You get so focused on yeah. shooting the stuff. Uh, but I I had I've tried pretty much everything there. Um, I wish I had the whole Elvis shake. I just took a sip of it. I right. didn't have the actual bacon with it. But again, I, and I think you would agree that the chicken sandwich was a low-key winner. Banger. Banger. It is a banger, <laughs> as uh, as we call it. Yeah, no, it was it was delicious. And that you, seems so long ago now, too. I, it, it was just last week. week. I know. A lot has happened in Denver sports. <laughs> that's, like, that's such a good thing, too. No, that's a great point. Good I was talk, thing. I was talking with someone in the press box. Like It was a month ago that we were in... Arizona for spring training, and it, it feels legit two and a half months ago. Dude. But, again, it, there are so many exciting things happen in Denver. This is a Fair. big year. Last year was a big year, too, with the All-Star game. Yes. And it's like, I think we might top it. With the Avs, <sighs> Nuggets, we'll still wait to see. Jamal Murray is supposed to possibly come back this series, oh, too, right? I wouldn't put money on it. Maybe. He, he's a maybe, uh, but he's, they get they get by this yeah, round. He's been a maybe for a while. And the eh. next one. Fair. Man, it, it it's it's the exciting. Abs, the abs are the one you get. It's watch. exciting, and the Rockies are making it exciting. And Russell and it, Wilson, and Russell Wilson, friend of the friend of the Rockies, friend, big friend. He watches games. Draft pick. He's been tweeting things out. A dude, he, like he he's, he's watching. He stick. He stuck around for the whole game on opening yeah. day. He's he's a hardcore. Yes, he may have just a good PR person, but. <laughs> they're doing they're doing a good that's job. what he told him he's like let's keep that image <laughs> yeah, going yeah, yeah. right i was a former fourth or fourth round pick in 2010 <laughs> here's the over under and 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 we'll get we'll get to your your russell wilson story Ooh. too i've said it at one and a half appearances at Ooh. coors field going forward going We're not, forward. not not counting opening day Kay. one and a half because you go i'll probably be here at least one more time oh man but is yeah, he yeah, going yeah. to be there two times one and a half, and you hear, I'm going to be going to you on this one while Ryan's thinking one and a half more times that Wilson's out first pitch or just otherwise hanging out in the Peyton Manning suite. What are you going to go with? That's a good, that's the number, right? One and a that's half a is good number. the exact number. Because if it was, if it was just half, I would definitely say they're, they're going to go team. as a team at one point during either training camp or the Fair. first month, right? Yeah, they used to do a home run derby. Yes. They haven't done it. They've copped out on account of something called COVID. Is it hoping a, when's the healthy swings <laughs> thing? Because that might does Bingo. that count? Ah, ooh. You know what? Or does I would it have count. to be a Rockies no, game? I'll count You're that. saying Coors Field appearance. I will okay. count that. I will count that only because again, the last two years they haven't done it. 
and that's that's mostly because you know of the pandemic and whatnot. But I would still count that because they might not even allow him taking swings. Okay. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> he fair. needs his hands, <laughs> but it, but he'll still probably They'll show up. They might not even allow him to because they're like, no, we want right. someone else. That's fair to win. That's 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 fair. So I would count that again. That that's in play. That's Don't a need factor. the home run derby thrown off his motions. I may have to move the line to two, <laughs> and you might might break Ooh, even because you're right. Gets a good one, but one and a half. You probably can count on that. Yeah, on that I, little derby. I think it. Yeah, I mean, again, he's he seems at least to begin with a genuine about a, a relationship with that team. You you feel like an over on that one? I would go over on that. Take the over. Actually. I, I'm I actually think gonna, you have convinced me on the over. I'm going the under, but now I'm feeling bad because <laughs> you've remind me the the hit for the homeless. No, what is it? Uh, healthy swings. Yeah. Healthy swings. Healthy swings. I think that's what. Well, it was they've called. also got the the little tarp in left field yeah. that says something a hit. I can't oh, think now. I only see it 81 times a year. <laughs> you hear? What do you think? One and a half more appearances of any variety for Russell Wilson. This year at Coors Field, what are you taking, over or under one and a half Russell Wilson appearances? I'm taking the over like way over. Oh, wow. I think he's going to be there quite a bit because, again, he's trying to keep up that image that he was That's at. Like, fair. That That's Rockies fair. guy. Yeah. It's the easiest place to go during the, su- during the summer, downtown, trying to get trying to do right. like it's a family event where All you can right. take the kids in Sierra. Sierra. It just seems like a very easy connection for him to be there a lot. Okay. Cool. What about Peyton so Manning appearances? Yeah. Oh, he's going to go over too over too easily as well okay he has nothing else to do right now because you were talking about how much he was True. staying and he, he, was, he was there today yeah yeah his was line Todd Helton a little with bit him? higher no okay see that's did you hear the, the news about Todd Helton no he's he's a member of the Rockies again oh yeah it was again the timelines are, are skewed uh it must have been the day after opening day it must have been Saturday special assistant to the GM Wow. He's back with the organization. Okay. He's do a little bit of traveling. They haven't figured out exactly, but it'll be in the player development thing. You know, he came down to spring training. The new GM, Bill Schmidt, he's he's calling these guys and saying, I want I want you to be a part of this organization. I Good. want the young guys. Good. I want I want the big leaguers. So we might not see Todd too many times at, at Coors Field because he'll be going around and doing his thing, but we might once in a while. And like he's he's ready to take this this step back forward and kind of in the public spotlight. You know, and give back to the game that has given right. to him, and so he's in a much better place right now. And so, like, that's exciting. And again, even if we don't get to see him selfishly at Coors Field, he's going out there, and the organization is benefiting from it. Very true. So and it's so awesome. I don't know how much it helps, but I bet it helps Hall of Fame voting. That to be that's at least one of those things too in the MLB circles. It honestly can gets in that conversation going, and yeah, it it, it puts him in the forefront a lot more. It's exciting. Well, you were there on opening day. I was. We were all the way back in the press box, but not you. You were, I think, third in line behind Chris Bryant and Dinger. <laughs> it was Ryan Green to catch the first pitch from opening day. I was right there. I was ready for it, man. You were, man. It was fun. Um, opening day is so, it's just like, it's that, that is what I would call the official start of spring is, is opening day. It's just totally. like, it is like that is when it is. It was just like, it was a different vibe, but yeah. And well, again, it was the wild part is, is that everyone knew it was the Russell Wilson first pitch. So it was a mob down there. It was wild. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and it was like, ah, boy, could you tell, like, could you imagine like 20 years ago telling Sierra, Hey, you know, <laughs> Dinger, <laughs> the Rockies mascot. <laughs> You're gonna be playing catch with your kids. So, yeah. um, hey, there they are. 
There's there's Russell Wilson. Uh, that is how most Coloradans react when Dinger is in the vicinity. Yeah, uh, that, that orange that and purple really look, look good together. I know. Well, I think, Dinger does have some of those orange gemstones in his. Uh, are those what they are? Gemstones? Okay. I don't know. Maybe. I don't I think they we, were like. We have to uh, wish him a happy hatchiversary. <laughs> his happy hatchiversary. Oh, that's was right. On Saturday. Oh man, that is one so of my favorite. Came out of all was time. named by like an elementary kid, Dinger. Like even like before Dinger. they'd ever played a game at Coors Field, so it was like this little girl had the foresight. She's like, mm, from what I know about science and thin air and altitude. Dinger. Wow. Ooh, right? The foresight. Yo, we need that. to track this girl down. She's probably a grown woman now. And well, Has children probably, of her that's own? Gotta, it, that's how Ryan, do you know yes. who that little girl was? <laughs> Sierra. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you? What the? What? No. Yo. <laughs> I, don't, she, I don't think she's from Colorado. That would be one hell of a timeline right there. Right? I'm not sure, <laughs> no, I'm not sure what planet Sierra is from. They don't. I would think that us in Denver would know that Sierra was from Colorado by now. Yeah, no, I, I think That wouldn't so. be like, oh, I don't know if she's from. Like, Kristen we would Schall have to know. From uh, Bob's Burgers. Oh, all right. Carol Pilbasian from Last Man on Earth, if you ever watched that. No one talks about the Will Forte vehicle, Last Man on Earth. Did you remember that? I watched it first, uh, the first season of that. Yeah, Jessica, B- Jessica Biel, right? Uh, grew up in Boulder. She was yeah. born in Minnesota. Grew up in Boulder. That's okay. Uh, that. Sierra is from Fort it. Hood, Texas. Born Fort Texas. Hood, Texas from, for Sierra. That from be, okay. the neighboring Texas, okay. technically. Not bordering, <laughs> but it is neighboring, neighboring, I think. You know? All right. Like, I got this one neighbor, <laughs> and yet, you know, you- Down you, the street a little bit. It's still your neighbor <laughs> from neighboring Fort Hood, Sierra. That's it. Um, but yeah, you were right there on the field with all that. Yeah. And- so just, just a lot of excitement, and Russell Wilson. You can even see from that like picture uh, with Dinger. Like he had this look in his eye of like, I- I'm here to do a job. Like Dude, I'm, so I'm not. I'm, he's having fun. Like you can still have fun. Yeah. It's like when you're a QB. Like you got to go and have fun, but also uh, let's let's score touchdowns and throw fastballs. So I was shooting video down there too as well, and I I got a clip where you and you can't really hear the video, but you can tell that Russell Wilson goes over to one of the Rockies representatives and says, uh-huh. "Is." Dinger actually going to be like catching the ball because he's yes because uh, and later on you could hear that Russ is like I'm going to throw it hard and I was like yeah you don't want Dinger catching that because that could be however catch let me throat. put it this way <laughs> I don't think Russ realized that he may have reached hero status in Denver immediately had he just pegged Dinger right in the face right just kind of. <laughs> like that would have been right great. off the horn. I think that would have been great, but that's why I think Chris Bryan caught um, his first pitch. It's because Dinger was not ready for that. I, I wish it was clocked because that thing I would say at least went seventy. Oh yeah, yeah. I I I, I visually clocked it at about seventy-seven. <laughs> yeah, Brian said he had some good good spin on it, you know. So he he had that going for it. Might have been tough to pitch hit, but. It was. It's up there with uh, George W. Bush uh, after after nine eleven okay. at Yankee Stadium, yeah, yeah, where yeah. you're like, okay, oh, that was let's a pitch. Go. Yeah. I think Obama had, had, a, had a nice one. Yeah, it might have been you know like high fifties, but but still you know it was right. It yes. was straight. You could tell Russ had thrown a baseball yes. since joining the NFL. Yeah, um, no, it was that, it was a oh, was so cool. And then, yeah, man, when you're in that little dugout bullpen during the game, it's the photo well, right? Yeah, the photo well. Every foul ball is is a panic attack. <laughs> and 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 so. I think I don't know. Is every stadium the same where it's on the home side, or is it on the first base side, 
Or does it vary from stadium to stadium? Uh, at Coors, you could have gone to either side. Either oh, dugout. you could have. Yeah, oh, yeah. okay. You could. And um, normally it's the L.A. people over near the L.A. dugout. Okay. But sometimes they switch just to get different angles of, of the game. So. Right, right. Yeah, because there's usually more right-handed hitters. And if you can – and that that's kind of a rule of thumb too where if you're, let's say, you're in the upper deck somewhere, but like just – you know, to the right or to the left of home plate. If you can, if if the the hitter is kind of facing you in any way, that's the trajectory that the ball is going to be. So if you're on the right. first base side, or again down that line uh-huh. where you're looking out to left field straight away, a right-handed hitter is the ball is going to come wet your way. So you had a lot of those opportunities, <laughs> I bet. I they got the foul balls <laughs> got close, but it's the ones where it's like if you're looking down the lens and you're zoomed in. And the it's just a line like drive Ooh. like off to the side. You can't even you react. You can't even react. No. You go, Oh, I think that's coming my way, and when you look down, you're probably gonna get hit. So that's wild, but it's also just really cool that it's like right there next to the dugout. It's like right like like the players are just walking right by you. It's 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 a good spot to watch the game, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Was was that your first time going down to course I, shooting there? Or no, I have done times? that. I hadn't done it for a couple years. But I think the last time I did it was in twenty nineteen. Um but it's fun. It's usually my Great. first sunburn of the year because Ooh, that's when you're just sitting yeah. there and then all of a sudden, like, Exposed. four innings have gone by and you're like, oh, ow. <laughs> I'm hot. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So, so it's not just the dangers of, of getting a, a foul ball coming in at yeah. 95 miles an hour. <laughs> I'm, I'm also sunburn. Yes. I realize I'm making this job sound so treacherous and oh just my God. dangerous. and. Well, you I didn't get to a, watch a medal opening. of merit to, to yeah. do something like this. You didn't get to yeah, pregame at the DNVR bar to, and then right. go watch the game and have a, a helmet full of nachos. Uh, Instead, you had to work. I had to work. I had Rough. to hold a camera the whole time and, and film the nachos and film the beers being drank. Have you gotten a chance to photograph at any other stadiums in and around Major League or minor Major league, league baseball? Baseball? No, not yet. Ooh. That's the one I've been to other hockey arenas, basketball arenas, football stadiums, but not baseball stadiums. And is that the closest to the action yet you can get? Ooh. Pretty much. Uh it gets close. Yeah. I, I the NFL sidelines are, you know, right there. The sure. NBA uh and and the NHL kind of limit to where you can be when you shoot. Usually right. it's just like team employees down, especially courtside. Um, but baseball, it's really like right there. And it's, it's my, my always thing is like, can you actually hear them talking about the game? And you right? can, and you can, yeah, you can hear what, you know, you know, bud calling up who he wants, you know, coming in to pitch and all that stuff. That's cool. You can hear that on the sideline of NFL games. Um, but then if, <laughs> if you stand there too long, they get suspicious as to why you're listening to them. And they're, oh, they're you get yeah. looks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You start to get looks and it's like, like does he look shouldn't like, you be filming the game or not listening to Bill Belichick's <laughs> cousin? Like I, I read a story about exactly. him on Deadspin. <laughs> I think that's him. Yeah, you got to. You get to mill about a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, exactly. But uh, are no, there ballparks that you you would love to go to that Ooh. either are iconic or you've heard things? Yeah, when it comes to baseball, I think it would just be the iconic stadiums. I would go to you know um, Wrigley Field. I'd go to the yeah. Red Sox Stadium. You know, just to see those Fenway. Stuff. Just Fenway, the, right. The green, green just, I just want to see f- what the Green Monster looks like in person from my home plate. Yeah, like like how high you actually yeah. would have to like kind of hit it. Um, other than that. Not really. I've been to the new Yankee Stadium. It's it's big. 
It, it's not the same. It's yeah. not the same. Not the same the as, old one was as great. the old one. And um, there's not that many of those old stadiums. I mean, I know maybe, that's the sad part. Like Dodger Stadium, I forget what year uh, that was erected. I think some point in the '60s. And mm-hmm. you're like, well, that's a long time. Uh, right. I would definitely go to Dodger. And it stadium. is. It, it's iconic, right. still, but it lacks that grime. Maybe at okay. Wrigley has a little bit. I mean, not grime, but again, it's small. It's tight. Uh, no, at you've Fenway got a Park, point. I hadn't really thought about that. At Fenway, is it because it's in LA? Yeah, I mean, it's not easy to get to, too. Fair? Yeah. LA's <laughs> LA <laughs> I, is pretty grimy. I meant the it, grime it, of, like, history and, right, like, old paint right. a little bit. You know what I mean? Dude, and I imagine oh, Wrigley man. doesn't Did have you go to old, old Yankee paint? Stadium? Yeah. yeah, a lot. That was one of the first places where I was like, yo, this is so cool, but they need to tear this down immediately. How are they still playing here? It, like, was, it was beyond. I went up to <laughs> the upper deck of uh, at Coors. For the All-Star game, because I wanted to get the grass. I was like, right. you know, it's like 8 a.m. I'm like, I'm going to be the first one. I'm going to be there all day long. Absolutely. They're going to kick me out. <laughs> and so got the photographs of the 44 in right field when they're honoring Hank Aaron. I wanted to get all the grass. And I was like, oh, it's it's pretty steep, you know, in the upper deck of Coors Field. But it is nothing like with the Yankee Stadium. We're like, right. if you fall even like slightly, <laughs> you're going down three rows. At Coors, yeah. it's like one, one and a half. Yeah, yeah. Same thing at, at uh, Mile High, uh-huh. where it's steeper. Like, all right, you'll fall down one row. You'll just fall down the one in front of you, maybe one and a half. How many rows are you Yankees falling down, Yankees is like man. three. <laughs> no, no, if, if and when. Oh, yeah, Depending okay, on sure, if and sure, when Patrick, okay. you pre-gamed and if and when <laughs> you you know, took down a, a, a 15 can sampler of Good Company Hard Seltzer, <laughs> if and when all of those things. There are a lot of scenarios. Of course. Here. And you the know. vertigo and the no, I get it. I Absolutely, get it. You're right, yes. You're right. You know, if, it depends on how much you're into saber metrics to figure out if you're going to fall. <laughs> but no, it was yes. just crazy steep, and it had a smell. Do the smell. It smelled like baseball. It smelled like cigar. Like it had like an old yeah cigar smell that was just wonderful. I think I imagine, and maybe maybe this is like going back to the '90s. Michael Jordan, I think, came out with a cologne, and it was like oh, four yes. different just flavors. Cigars. No, because you you shouldn't be no. eating it. But smells. I'm sticking with flavors. Fragrances. So, you hear saying scents. I'm, I'm going back to flavors. So four different <laughs> flavors of cologne. You hear is actually pissed. He's like, scents, okay? <laughs> Just say it. It's a scent. <sighs> uh, it's also, is it a parfum decor as well? Or is it a eau de toilette? Cologne. Uh So anyway, these flavors. And one of them was like grass. And one was like dirt, I think. Boy. And I can kind of remember smelling He's them doing the, the bare time. minimum there. Yeah, pretty much. Ocean. But, <laughs> yeah, but it's it smells good. Like I, I miss okay. that smell of of Yankee Stadium and all right, kind of how dingy it is. And so there 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 is not. Did you see any rats there dingy. while you were? Uh, no rats. Okay. No, I do have to tell the story. I don't think I've ever told it uh, on any of the pods. About oh, let's go. Getting kicked out of the bleachers at Yankee Stadium with my dad. Oh yes. And it's because, not gonna happen today, though. It's not organic, ah, but we will get to it. Damn, all we will right, get right, to that right, one right. at right. some point. Uh, Fine, that was fun. Tease the. We audience. didn't lose the fight either, so that that was <laughs> nice. But yeah, I mean, there's there's history at all these teams. Like there's history at Coors Field, but it's not yet. I mean, it, it, right. is kind of, it does kind of have almost that iconic status. Is it one of the older ballparks in the NL? Third somehow? oldest in That's the NL. That's so nuts. But like 10th oldest in all of MLB, which right. is still really still, old. Still, man. You know, like Camden Yards, I think uh, this year is it's like its 30th anniversary. Okay. That still like doesn't have that thing because, you know, there wasn't like 20-some World Series played right. there. Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig, right. Joe DiMaggio, Mickey Mantle. And so, you know, and Wrigley Field doesn't have all, all of that 
either exactly. Fenway Park has a little bit of it. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, still, like, these are iconic. These are the baseball cathedrals that we have. And so, you know, we still have to honor that. I'll be hoping to see if, if AT&T Sportsnet has any content coming up this week uh, when they're in Detroit. Tiger Stadium. I don't know okay. if Tiger Stadium is still up. It's not in use. But there, I know, I know. Even after they had built the uh, Comerica Park in Detroit, you know, they still had it up. In fact, they filmed '61 there because it had a similar vibe to the oh. old Yankee Stadium. Um, but that makes sense. yeah, those those are some of the nice places. And just you know, there's some cool minor league ballparks too. I think in Portland, Maine, they've got like the Little Green Monster there. Oh, where all right. Portland Sea Dogs play. Okay, you're not missing anything uh, in in uh, <laughs> Colorado Springs, Albuquerque. Albuquerque is a fantastic stadium. Okay. It's really good. And if you get up on the roof, like you can see the Sandia Mountains. Ooh. Yeah, that's kind of low key one. I'll. I don't know when I'd go to the next minor league game. I'll put in a good word and be like, oh, look at all these prospects down in Albuquerque. (laughs) Ryan needs to maybe go in. Go. We'll see if we can fly in. You know, oh, drive. Tiger Stadium got demolished in 2008. 2008. RIP Tiger Stadium. Hung around for a couple years, but uh, yeah, yeah. Those the, there's there's some good good minor league ballparks. Sam Suplizio Field they did renovations on where the Grand Junction Rockies used to play. Okay, that's pretty cool. That's that's an old stadium that again it has like this minor league vibe. And um, I know baseball is trying to like renovate some Negro League stadiums. Like oh, that'd be it, cool. That'd be cool. You know they're they're talking about doing that in Hinchcliffe Stadium in Patterson. New Jersey. There we go. We got oh one. My God. I don't think I'm going to get the second one. Out of nowhere. It fits in. It fits I, hey, in. Hey, that was sort of organic. This is so bad. I'm going to hate myself <laughs> later for, for referencing it so many times. But they got this Hinchliff Stadium. Like, that's what they need to do is revitalize those right. stadiums. Rickwood Field, I think in Birmingham, Alabama, is one that's still in use. That's like 100 years old. Okay. So, like, you know, these things are, are really cool. In fact, where the, the original uh, spring training facility that the Rockies had, High Corbett Field is like celebrating 100 years coming up oh, soon, man. too. So Jeez. the new state, new facility that they have is really nice. Yes. You got to get down to that one, too. Yes. Maybe a spring training. That's, fa- that's beautiful. Talking that. sticks. It's a, modern, it's a modern facility, but even still, you're like, this is a, just a majestic place. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's really, majestic. really nice. That's a good, that's a good word. That's, that's how to get me there, majestic. Sloan Park is the newest one where the Cubs play. Okay. But it, it, it lacks a certain something. Okay. We talked about it weekly, uh, this week, actually, uh, on Friday, the live show and a podcast that went on Friday with Ryan Herrera from CHGO Cubs. Hey. About that. It was fun seeing him. Yeah, man. It doesn't have a view of the mountains where Salt River Field does. Okay. They got a lot more cacti, a lot more pokeables. Where if you happen to have, <laughs> if you happen to have, I think they're called Watch succulents, your bits. but I prefer to call them pokeables. Okay. Uh, again, if you have a 15 can sampler of Good Company Hard Sh- Seltzer, you might end up bumping into some of those pokeables <laughs> around Salt River Fields, but um, this this was a was a good season. Any a series against the Cubs, they split two and two. Any other good good memories from, you know, opening day and uh, just being down their fields? Oh, they haven't been nice. What's wild is I think opening day has been the Rockies' worst game. Yeah, which I think is as true. I, as I was talking true. about earlier, encouraging. Um, yeah. So. I was happy that there wasn't any snow on this opening day as well. That was <laughs> snow opening day. Snow opening nah. day has happened a few times. Um, yeah, it was twenty. But oh man, you know, like that was the last time I've been to Coors, and now opening day, I'm like, oh, I got to get back to Coors now. I haven't had yeah. my fill yet. It, I have that bug where I need to. It's going to be like ten games this year. I can feel it. 
Yeah, no, it's exciting. I'm, I'm sure there's probably still good tickets available. I think there were still good tickets this whole weekend. Good turnout. Thursday night, 25,000. And then I think it was like almost exactly 37, 37, 37. Right. I think. Now, when you were there, was it the typical half Cubs fans, half Rockies fans? No. I did hear the Cubbies fans get some chants right. going. But, you know, they. I, I just think they weren't as impassioned as normal. Okay. I think they were also like, well, we do like Chris Bryant. Fair, so we're kind of half and half now. Okay. I think there's there was kind of something like that happening. So okay, because sometimes I didn't it notice is just them an as much. unbearable. Like, ugh, enough. Like, and the Cubs aren't that good. Where fair. I mean, you know, even though they were leading, you know, earlier in the game, you know, five nothing, it wasn't as annoying when they were getting their Cubs chance. Because like, yeah, you need that. Okay, you need that. Cardinals are better you than you. That. Milwaukee <laughs> is better. It's fine. People are having the, a good time. Uh, let them have their little chant. Yeah, let them because you know they're uh, they're definitely in 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 a downswing for right now. Uh, the Rockies. They're on an upswing. You're feeling good. They're six and three, third place in the NOS. It's still early to, to maybe get too excited. You're certainly not going to get down yet. That's for no. Sure. Don't get down. Enjoy but it. There's plenty to feel good about. Enjoy it. Health, I think, is going to be the biggest thing because they have some depth, but not depth in all areas. Okay. So Hampson on the IL. You got the two guys on the COVID IL. Yeah. Uh, and Stevenson and uh, Gilbreth, but they're back to playing. Okay. They're fine. So that's good. They're on the COVID IL, and yet they were allowed in the clubhouse to talk with us. So it's a weird <laughs> IL. It's a weird rule. And again, nah, it just shows you what they think of the media right there. That's and <laughs> Oh, God. Pretty much. And the restrictions. Oh, he's got, uh, you can send it to them. Yeah, we're going to talk about send that on, right on Monday's show with, with Susie because she uh, has a really good story about Gilbreth and Stevenson, Ooh. who, because they had COVID, they couldn't get on a plane to get back to Denver. And, and that's it. That's all I'm going to oh, say. Oh, that's a good that's tease, That's all though. I'm going to say. Ooh, all right. So you can either subscribe to the DNVR.com, not only 56, 56 cents. No, it's only 50 cents now. It's Whoa. a six cents discount. 50 cents now for your first month at the DNVR.com. Or you can, you can wait for the live show on Monday on the DNVR Sports Channel on YouTube, whichever you decide, we've got love for you. Uh, make sure you're following us on Twitter at DNVR underscore Rockies. I'm at Patrick D. Lyons on Twitter. I'm at Ryan Green DNVR on Twitter. And you here's got underscores that I haven't committed to memory. It's a, is it an underscore before or after the G you hear? I'm going to say after. It's after the G. It's at you hear G underscore Vasquez. And this has been fun. It's been great, Ryan. I really appreciate you joining yeah, us. Yeah, man. We'll Absolutely. definitely have to do it again and see what other awesome work. I'll wear my are. blonde wig next time, just so it feels really? a little more like Susie is here. Appreciate it. <laughs> Lipstick, eyeliner, <laughs> hey, high heels. <laughs> one, one, one piece of Susie accoutrement at a time. Just one piece. So the wig, right. we'll take it. We don't even have to shave down either for it. We'll oh, it. yeah. You can leave right. the beard. All right. That's it. Phenomenal. I mean, I do. I mean, when yes. I let my, let my hair, my hair down, I confuse a lot of people uh, and excite others. <laughs> so uh, this has been great. But you know what they say about momentum? It's only as good as tomorrow's podcast. Yes. So we'll talk to you then.